Next on BYU Sports Nation, difference makers at the poinsettia bowl. Which player will have the greatest impact on the BYU-Wyoming game tomorrow? BYU head coach Kalani Sitake and hard-hitting linebacker Butch Powell join us to preview tomorrow's rivalry bowl game with the Cowboys. Plus, quarterback Tanner Mangum will start consecutive bowl games. Will he have the biggest impact on the game? He joins us live from San Diego. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now broadcasting live from the Manchester Grand Hyatt San Diego, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Yes, we are live from the Manchester Grand Hyatt San Diego. Yeah. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesday, December 20th, wherever and however you're dialed in. It's great to have you with us once again. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Beluga Whale expert, Jerem Jordan. Well, I am now. We went to SeaWorld yesterday with the BYU football team, and we saw these beluga whales. I had seen them before. I've been to SeaWorld. It's fantastic. Uh, but Johnny Lenahan, Jake Oldroyd, well, I was like, Jake, there's Jake. We haven't seen him since September. Uh, Algie Brown, Travis Tuiloma, Cy Tautu. Yeah. They were the ones for BYU that got to go out there and uh, interact with the beluga whales, which was, which was cool. It was fun. Yeah, Cy was like shaking its fin. Yeah. Algie got smooched on both cheeks yeah. by the beluga whale. The beluga whale. Most, uh, yeah, Corbin Kafusi is like the beluga whale of the BYU sports world. <laughs> he is a ju- <laughs> like, those things are massive, dude. They yeah. were awesome. It was super cool. Very cool. We also rode a couple of roller coasters. Yeah, Jerem the, got uh, Manta. whiplash, a headache. <laughs> yeah, I got like an instant headache on one of them. I've never felt like I was in my 30s until that moment. <laughs> I was like, what? Come on. Weak sauce. We've got to get you on some more roller coasters, man. I know. Oh, and there was a bird casualty on the roller coaster. There was. Which was super weird. Oh, <laughs> yeah, go Cougars. Exactly. Bird, yeah, Birdgate. This bird got... Hit by a roller coaster. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh. oh. So heaven got a new bird yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Let's hope he was good. <laughs> the roller coaster well, is called the Manta, and they were calling it the Merry Manta because of the Christmas Mary theme. Manta. Yeah. yeah, Merry Manta to that bird. It was very unmerry. Yeah, he got Randy Johnson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, please, for your own sake, YouTube that clip. Randy Johnson hits a bird with a baseball. It's unbelievable. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Poof. With the poinsettia bowl <laughs> just a day away. BYU football will hold meetings this morning and a walkthrough later today. They'll also have a luncheon on the USS Midway, which is just back here and to my left. Uh, we'll be live on Facebook from the USS Midway. Yeah, we did a, a Facebook Live event from SeaWorld. Uh, we'll do it today with the uh, USS Midway as well. Yesterday, the team held its final practice prior to the game and also got to hang out at SeaWorld, as we mentioned. And yesterday, offensive coordinator Ty Detmer was on BYU Sports Nation. He talked about what to expect from Wyoming. They play fast. They play hard. Um, they're a hard-nosed team. So um, you expect to see the safeties down in the run game and all those kind of things. So it, uh, it'll be a battle. It'll be a tough test because they do play hard and they play fast. And we saw Ty and his family. Um, they didn't. They didn't go. He didn't go on the manta, though. No, Kim Detmer said, I want to hear the voice. She looked, you said, I I, I want to hear it. So I did the voice, and she laughed really hard, and that's all the validation I needed. I didn't need it from the Heisman Trophy winner. (laughs) I needed it from the Heisman Trophy winner's wife. (laughs) So, boom. 
It is a game day for BYU basketball against Idaho State. Now, don't sleep on Idaho State. They're next. Oh, they're not, Trevor Maddich. Take a nap. BYU basketball will not do that (laughs) to the Bengals. Game on BYU TV and BYU Radio tips off at 9 Eastern with Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler on the call. Cougars play Thursday as well, so they play two final non-conference games, both on BYU TV. Are going for two picks coming up, by the way. Oh, snap. And the women's volleyball team finished eighth in the final ABCA coaches poll. Top ten finish. That's good. Sweet 16. What a year from the... From the latest. Texas, by the way, who BYU lost to in the Sweet 16, went all the way to the title game and lost to Stanford. Wait, BYU finished eighth in the final poll and did not make it to the Elite Eight. You could argue they're in the 13 to 16 range at that point. So they finished eighth. The coaches thought they were better than the Then they were seeded, yeah. which I think is totally fair. Like you saw what they did. Texas won the national championship. Yep. Oh, Texas. Texas. Oh, no, wait. Hey, or did they lose in the national they lost. championship? They lost. They got there, though. We'll it, give them that women's volleyball match, okay? okay. Based right. on everything that's happened. We'll give them that one. Fair enough. It's time, my friends, to rise and shout. Let's go with what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Impact player, difference maker, and game changer. BYU football working to snap a three-game bowl losing streak and win their first bowl game since the last time the Cougars were in San Diego at the Poinsettia Bowl that went over San Diego State in 2012. Interestingly enough, the Cougars featured the same feature running back this well, year. Well, well, Jamal Williams. But a quarterback making his first start of the season in Tanner Mangum. I sense a Twitter question about to happen. Who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU? Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? Uh, use hashtag BYUSN. At CPA underscore Kook. I think he's a CPA. Jamal is the reason we're so confident, but Tanner can have a bigger impact on the final scoreline with the passing game. How much will BYU have to use the passing game? And when Ty Detmer is focusing on balance and BYU hasn't thrown the ball a ton per se what is a successful passing line for BYU we're going to ask that question to Tanner Mangum how does he gauge passing success when the Cougars don't throw it nearly as much as they used to yeah there's this balance between you want to establish the run but you also want to be effective via the pass this is a rushing offense so to me the answer is clear it's clear it really is like Bill Murray in Space Jam it's Jamal Williams BYU's been as good as Jamal Williams has been this season. Tanner Mangum, he can change things in the pass game. He is a better passer than Taysom Hill. Everyone knows this, right? But it doesn't mean that he's just going to come out and throw for 350 and five touchdowns or something. Yeah, call him the expectation. He's more likely to have a Jamal Williams versus Toledo than they are a Tanner Mangum versus uh, I don't know, a weak opponent. Wyoming, Wyoming doesn't defend the pass very well, but look, Ty Detmer told us yesterday on the show We've had more three receiver sets than four this year, so there's less playing time for some of those guys. There's not as many opportunities to pass the rock at the same level. So it's all about that run game in Jamal Williams. And listen to this. Wyoming, 88th in rush yards allowed in the country. Not good, right? They're even worse in the pass game. But this is a team that beat Boise State and split with San Diego State. They gave up 401 yards in those two games, but they were both at home. In other games, they lost to New Mexico and UNLV. They gave up 969 rushing yards. BYU's more likely to have that kind of game than they are a tremendous passing game. It's about Jamal Williams. The clear answer is Jay Swag Daddy. I am right there with you. And this has nothing to do with the fact that he may or may not be my Y-factor pick tomorrow in the championship. There's only two. It's the title game. Okay, yeah. 
Jamal Williams should have the be- the biggest impact on this game tomorrow. Yes. Wyoming knows the run is coming. They'll try and stop it. BYU feels like that even though they're going to try and put all those safeties up front and bring them up and load the box, that they can still run successfully against the Cowboys of Wyoming. That said, Jamal's numbers in bowl games have been surprisingly un-eye-opening. That brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. In two bowl games, Jamal Williams has a combined total of 89 yards. Let's rush in, receive. 31 rush yards in both of his bowl games. He was a freshman and sophomore, so it's been a few years since Jamal Williams played in a bowl game. I'm guessing he gets over 100 total yards, that is, receiving and rushing. I think Jamal Williams will have a big game yes. on Wednesday. 100% chance Jamal Williams has <laughs> well, more than 89 total yards tomorrow. You probably need to go sanitizer just no. to save yourself. 99.9? Nope. You're going 100. 100%. Okay. Yeah. He will have more than 89 total yards, which was a, com- a combination of two bowl games in the lone game tomorrow. Yeah, he's going to have a bigger game. And he should. It's the Jamal offense. It is. <laughs> Let us not forget. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU? Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? Both Jeremy and I think it is Jamal Williams. At Jelly Belly Kelly. Still one of my favorite Twitter handles. <laughs> Bring on the Jamal fence. Tanner's passing may open up the run game, but it's still Jamal's time to shine. I agree. Jamal, Kip Kent, Jamal runs for 150 plus. Yep, 150 plus and two touchdowns. Tanner passed for 300 plus and Whoa. two touchdowns. So you if tell Tanner me. If Tanner Mangum throws for 300 yards, then he would have the greater impact on the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, manage expectations. Up next, we talk to a man who has a very good bowl game record as a coach. Head coach Kalani Satake on BYU Sports Nation. I would like to congratulate the men's basketball team on their big win this weekend. I know that one of them is here. I want you to stand up. Stand up. It's not me. I'm not on the team. Then how do you explain this? I bought it. He's on the team. Come on, Jake. There's no need to be humble. I'm, I'm not on the team. No midterm if he makes this shot, if he misses extra homework. Jake, 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 Jake. Gear so legit, they'll think you're on the team. BYU Store. BYU Sports Nation is made possible by a generous grant from Forever Resorts. Forever Resorts owns and operates more than 65 vacation and entertainment properties in or near national parks, recreation areas, and national forests. Forever Resorts, making memories for over 25 years. I'm attorney Chris Dexter at Dexter Law. We love BYU sports and consider it a privilege to sponsor Cougar Sports Broadcasts on BYU TV. Learn more at DexterLaw.com and go Cougars! With the BYU license plates, no matter where you are, you show your Cougar spirit and you make it possible for students to get an education. The donation you make when you get the license plates goes to support BYU scholarships. So whether spreading Cougar pride coast to coast or getting to the big game, you're also funding scholarship opportunities for BYU students. Learn about free special plates today at alumni.byu.edu slash plates. This is happening. I want to dance alone. As soon as she takes off in her car, we are going to rush that place. I right? can't wait. I want to dance alone. Well, I'm with a show called Random Acts, where we like to do nice things for people. <laughs> Ladies, I am so excited for what you got going on here. We just wanted to wish you a Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. 
BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We are live from the Manchester Grand Hyatt, San Diego. Yeah, baby. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Tell us your opinions. Who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU? Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? Both A-factors, right? Fun question at our green hot. Tanner, Jamal will do his thing and be consistently great, but Tanner could win or lose is the game. Yeah, that's exactly what was tweeted in, and I'm glad that you read it verbatim. But Yeah, exactly, like a Rouge. By the way, that guy, I think it's at MN Coog Pilot, sent me a picture yesterday, and he's like, it's important to get the spelling right because he sent all the Star Wars characters with, like, Rouge. this Rouge yeah. blush on their cheeks. <laughs> hey, Rogue. Ro- yeah, Rogue. Rogue Ro- Ro- one. We should mention uh, men's basketball tonight, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV, BYU Radio, Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler on the call. BYU versus Idaho State. One of BYU basketball's biggest fans and the head football coach for the Cougars, Kalani Satake, is joining us live in the San Diego Harbor. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Good morning. This 65-degree uh, weather Good-looking shirt, by the way. Hey, 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 BYU Sports Nation. I've been here too long. It's a little chilly for me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he got a jacket I know. On. <laughs> it's like five degrees at Provo, and I'm sitting here... Chilled by 60 degrees. <laughs> we had sweatshirts yesterday. We don't, we don't blame it, yeah. It took all of about 20 feet into the park at SeaWorld yesterday for your kids to get wet. Um, yeah. how, wh- was that the kind of execution you were looking from your, for from your family as you got into the park? Well, the, the plan was to get them wet and then um, hope they want to come back early, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did so, it work? No, they, we stayed the entire time. <laughs> nice. So uh, my plan backfired now i just have to carry a bunch of wet children around <laughs> but we did find there's a huge dryer human dryer what i know it was crazy we found it at the last five minutes so a lot of good that did for me oh yeah yeah like you, you saw that coming off of yeah. the uh, the battle of atlantis right it's like six bucks or something to like go in this huge heater i didn't realize yeah. that yeah, yeah. The whole family fit in there i could spend the whole night there <laughs> yeah. it'd been fun you don't come out where's i just put a hundred dollar bill in there and just spend the night <laughs> <laughs> Ty Detmer told us uh, a story yesterday where he said, his, uh, in, we said, do you have a good Wyoming story? So he said he was in Laramie and uh, as a freshman, redshirting, and his teammate said, man, it smells like hot dogs. Eric Mortensen, it smells like hot dogs. Well, there's that, someone had thrown a half-eaten hot dog, and it landed in the dude's pads. <laughs> oh, he pulled his pads off, <laughs> and the hot dog hot fell dog out. Yeah. Yeah. And Did, no wonder it smelled like Do you have dogs. any hot dog stories from Laramie? <laughs> no, but uh, I bet you the D linemen were after him a bunch when he, <laughs> when he was running out there, even without the ball. So, yeah. <laughs> Chasing that hot dogs. Hot dogs is a weird smell. It's, I don't know if you want that around you all the time. Yeah, it's no. interesting. No. It's not really that great of a smell. <laughs> no. I like eating hot dogs. <laughs> One of your coaching mentors, Kyle Whittingham, is 8-1 and one in bowl games. You obviously work closely with him. You have been through the drill of preparing for a bowl game and getting your guys ready. What did you learn from him specifically about bowl preparation that you're going to implement at BYU and, and getting your guys ready as a head coach? Oh, a lot. I think the structure was really important for us to learn from him, and, and I think he's, he's had a lot of great uh, men to learn from himself. I mean, he's listed on Lavelle Edwards. Um, McBride, you know, Ron McBride, and also Irvin Meyer, and and also his father, uh, Big Fred Whittingham. And so uh, when you have all that knowledge and you put a, p- together a plan in the bowl game, and I mean, uh, Kyle Whittingham's used to come in here to San Diego when he was playing too. And so, um, you know, he and his brothers played here and they had great careers. And so 
uh, they're used to being around bowl games. It was ingrained in them when they're kids, and so they have a great formula. And uh, we've taken a lot of what uh, what Kyle does, and then kind of structured to our 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 program here. And, and the timing of the game, uh, being on the 21st, adjusted a few things here and there with finals. And I think it's a it's been a good ball prep so far, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. What did you take from Kyle that you put into play? Well, I think I think the organization of it all, and then trying to develop um, the young guys and trying to get them ready for the future. That's, uh, you know, uh, I think it's it kind of just worked out that Tanner ended up being uh, the quarterback, and we have some more time to to work with him in the system and change some things up. But uh, uh, I think that's probably the most important part of it, and, and having that structure in the organization, and then uh, seeing what the uh, the focus points would be in that in that preparation. Speaking of focus, it'd be easy to get unfocused with as much fun activities, as many fun activities as there are here. How is the focus of your team? Oh, it's great. I mean, I think we had a huge delay early when we first flew out here, but uh, we gave ourselves some extra time to travel, and um, the guys have acclimated well to, to the to the sun. I mean, it's not hard to get used to this stuff, but um, the people here have been amazing, and uh, you know, the, the, the people involved with the bowl game have been awesome. So uh, being able to do all the festivities and and also have a lot of time to practice and um and have have our families here it's been huge uh, a huge bonus for bonus for us you've had essentially three weeks to prepare for wyoming what do they do that has your attention that you're focused on the day before the game well i think offensively they're well balanced you know i think they average 200 yards rushing and 200 yards passing and so uh you have a, a, a running back in, in hill that can then i mean he's he's uh He's efficient and he's a big power back, and they have a, a strong O line. And, and you know the quarterback creates a lot of a uh, lot of issues for you because he can run the ball too. So it's a big kid, and, and um, you know I, th- I think they're they're basically take on the personality of their head coach, who's uh, done some great things in his career. And, and uh, you see what he did at North, Co- North Dakota State, and and how long that's lasted since he's left. I mean that's that's a huge compliment to him as a coach. And I think overall they play the game really well and they're well coached and um, it'll be a fun game for us. I think it's a good it's a good opponent for us to play in this bowl game. It is, and on paper you look at certain things and oh here's a weakness, here's a strength and whatnot. But going into a bowl game, sometimes the fact that it, uh, the attitude going into a bowl game matters. Wyoming won two games last year. Uh, they were picked to finish last in their division, so they're excited to be here. What? How, how does that affect maybe your prep, if at all? Where the other team maybe they have a chip on their shoulder. I mean that's the way they played the season, you know, and, and and they were able to look. The goal when you play a game, a play a season in those twelve games that you're guaranteed is to extend the season, and they did it already in a Mountain West Championship game, and they hosted it, and then uh, they you know, they're here for the bowl game. So I think that's a huge accomplishment for them, and there there's a lot of excitement, but uh, we have a lot of excitement too in our in our program, and being here and being with the staff and being with these uh, players has been. Huge honor for us, and so um, I th- think they're excited. They have a chip on their shoulder, and they have a lot to prove. But I think they've done it already, you know, as far as uh, proving that they belong, and, and uh, they've proven uh, a lot of naysayers wrong. And so uh, we have uh, so much respect for them and, their, and what they've accomplished this season, and uh, we, look, we look forward to playing the game. You know, I think I think they've already earned the respect of everybody else by what they've done this year. I know that every game has its own identity, and certainly that is the case with the bowl game scenario and for Jamal Williams in a weird statistic, he has run for 31 yards in each of his last two bowl games. Why do you feel like he's due for a breakout performance tomorrow and he will eclipse that weird 31 number? 
Well, I mean, I think he'll do whatever it takes to win the game, you know. So um, Jamal will tell you that himself and that his teammates will tell you that he doesn't really care about his own stats. However, uh, when he's successful, we're successful. And so uh, I hope we get more than that. And we're gonna, <laughs> the goal is to get more than that, but not to settle at 32, if that makes any sense. 32, I'm going to check. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be, yes. Once he gets to 32, we'll pull him out. Squally, <laughs> you're up. That's yep. for calling Ty Detmer Big Spencer and Jerem can be quiet and leave yes. us alone. Yes, <laughs> yes, point Kalani. Yeah. <laughs> How's the health of your team going into the game? Uh, really good. I mean, I, I think um, – the extra time has helped. I mean, but there's guys that have been, I mean, obviously Taysom won't play in the game, and, and neither would Travis Tuiloma, you know, some great ones that we, that we would love to have. But And Louis busy eating turkey legs at Super Bowl this we saw yeah. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he put that down pretty easy, though, too. So <laughs> No, but, I mean, the guys are excited, and, uh, you know, even those that are injured and out for the game uh, have shown great leadership, and, and, and they're, um, enjoying everything and been just really giving a lot of their knowledge to the to the younger guys and helping the younger group. But that's been going on all season long. Ty Detmer gave us an interesting answer when we presented him with the what would you do differently if you could go back and replay anything in, in your first year as an offensive coordinator. Do you have any thoughts about that? If they, Would you redo anything or are you just kind of like, no, everything that happened happened and that shaped who I am right now? How, where do you stand on that? I think everybody would like to go do that. I mean, if you watch Back to the Future, you know. Great movie. Yeah. Classic. There's no hoverboards like that around still. That can't go over water. Technology. <laughs> you guys got to step on it. Come on, engineers. <laughs> figure it out. But, no, I, I, I don't, don't dwell on the past and just try to learn from things and, and, and improve and grow. But, um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'd want to change anything. I don't think that's, uh, yeah. There's maybe a few things, but not really with football. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten that uh, those chicken nuggets yeah. the other night. I should have got a turkey leg at SeaWorld. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. What, how are you a different uh, football coach now than you were at the beginning of the season? Oh, wow. Well, I, I have a year of being a head coach under my belt. And so I, I think for me, um, just being able to um, – had something to draw back on being a head coach. I, but I, I really don't know uh, if next year is going to be, uh, as my role as a head coach is going to be much different other than um, trying to help the young men get better. And I've, all, I've, <coughs> I've said this before that this program is not about one coach and, and it's not about one player. And so uh, the, I just, I think that I just, I just thrive off of the uh, passion and the energy that the, the fans give us and the support get the, that they give us and just go from there. So I don't know how much different I am now than I was a year. You guys, you guys should probably tell me that. I'm sure if you ask my wife that. I think be you're a... better looking now than you were at the beginning. Am I really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the goal was to gain that... some weight, guys, and I've done it <laughs> in the last well five done. pounds. Well yeah. done, Kalani. Give it Everybody up else Kalani wants to lose weight, and, and I'll, I'll start losing weight in February. Yeah. But until now, uh, until then, I'll just... Post-recruiting. Right? Yes, yes. You can't lose weight over the holidays and during recruiting. No. That's the worst That's time to anti-American. Do <laughs> yeah. so. you think year two will be um, easier in that you don't have to install a coaching staff and jump into recruiting midway? Yeah, well, I mean, th- that, the schemes and there's a lot of, I mean, the guys will be familiar with what we do already. That's going to be a huge benefit. But um, we've already looked at things that we could do differently in year two. As a as a head coach and as a program in the way that we train and 
a lot of things that we can improve on now that we've already laid the foundation of what we've wanted to start here in our program. But I think that if you do the same thing, um, you can't expect different results. So we've got to amp it up a little bit and change a few things here and there and be creative in the way we, in our approach and uh, find ways to win more games. And that's the goal. And we've already started that with our recruiting. We've, we've uh, you know, as we start getting ready for the off-season conditioning and, and uh, you know, banking on the, on the extra practice times like we've had with this bowl game. The outside world looks at a BYU potential record of 9-4 and four compared to 8-5 and five in regard to whether you win or lose tomorrow night, and they think there's not that much of a difference. What, what does getting to nine wins really mean for BYU football and for you? Well, I didn't, I didn't set out and say, okay, here's our goal, how many wins we want to, when we want to achieve this year, and then set on that. You know, the, the goal is to compete, and um, uh, regardless of the outcome of the game, to keep working on competing and getting to the next one, and that's that's the goal. I, I, I've I've said it before that we were really proud of our team and proud of our program. That if you came on a Monday and saw our preparation, we were the same way at one and zero that we were at one and three that we are at eight and four. And so, uh, regardless of whether we're nine and four or eight and five, we'll work our our butts off to make sure that we get get the next one and that we improve next season and that we keep working on on getting these young men. Uh, the success that they 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 want, you know, and, and uh, that the fans and everyone des- uh, deserve. So that's the goal. We'll see if it works, and then you guys can tell me if I'm better looking at year two <laughs> compared to year one. Yeah, we'll evaluate that later. I don't know if that means anything that you guys say I'm better looking. You don't think it means anything? When no, well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, should I be like feel good about that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Do you, you listen, guys should do, do you, top 10 best-looking people at, at BYU over 40. Can you do that? <laughs> that would be funny. We're the show to it, do that. It too. all depends on whether you respect our opinion or not. Don't answer that. <laughs> don't, don't answer. Do not answer don't that. Don't answer now. <laughs> Send us an email later. Yeah. Kalani, great to talk to you. As always, uh, good luck tomorrow. Let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma for the Poinsettia yeah. Bowl. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. You guys have been great, and uh, love your show. Thank you. See, right. that, that was nice. It was at the end, but that was nice. That, that was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> have fun at Rogue One, man. Yeah, enjoy Star yeah, Wars. Have you watched it yet? We have. I've okay. seen it twice. Seen it. Really? Yeah, I love it. Jerem's a Star Wars nerd. I love it. What? Yeah, I like Star Wars, too. Do you like it as much as Jerem? Probably not. <laughs> no. You're kind of busy with football stuff. I'm not as busy. <laughs> that is I'm true. not recruiting anybody. <laughs> All right, coming up, more of your Twitter questions. Plus, we'll talk to linebacker Butch Pau and the quarterback Tanner Mangum. What does he expect from himself when he makes his first start of the season against Wyoming in a bowl game? This is BYU Sports Nation. Kalani representing with the T-shirt. It was there for you over a 1,000 times yesterday. It was there for you today. And it will be there tomorrow. As long as you're making memories, it will be here to save them for you. It's what we do. We create the technology that saves your memories. I am Flash, connecting people through memory. This is a test, testing what you know about the Ford store in Spanish Fork, just off exit 260. Question one, how many miles south of Provo is the Ford store in Spanish Fork? A, 113 miles, B, 87 miles, or C, just four miles? Yes, it's C, just four miles to their new and used vehicle selection. Was that too easy? Smith Ford is only two freeway exits south of Provo, just off exit 260. The Ford store, just north of Spanish Fork. 
BYU Sports Nation is on the air summer or winter with the help of Deseret First Credit Union. The Sports Nation guys appreciate a place to keep their money. And the Campus Branch Soda Bar keeps their voices going. BYU fans at Deseret First and beyond keep up to date on the Cougars in any season, cold weather or hot. Deseret First Credit Union celebrates all the seasons of BYU sports and sponsors BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Power. Noun. The ferocity to fight when others fail. Verb. To control the court, to master momentum. Power. When everything's up to you, you're up for anything. What does power mean to you? Join Y Nation with BYU Men's Basketball on BYU-TV. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU-TV from the Manchester Grand Hyatt, San Diego. Tomorrow we will be at Qualcomm Stadium. Like all day. 12 Eastern, 6 Eastern for Countdown, or uh, BYU Sports Nation. Countdown to kickoff live at 8 Eastern tomorrow. We'll get you ready for the uh, game with Wyoming and the Poinsettia Bowl. David Nixon will join you uh, from the stadium. Uh, Dave, Blaine, Brian, back in uh, Provo. We'll get you set. Bring your suit, David Nixon. <laughs> yeah. It's game time tomorrow. Yeah, Countdown baby. to kickoff and the post game, of course. With the Poinsettia Bowl just a day away, BYU football will hold team meetings this morning. They'll have a walkthrough later in the day, and they will also have a luncheon on the USS Midway. BYU Sports Nation will be live on Facebook from that luncheon. Yesterday, the team held its final practice prior to the game and also got to hang out at SeaWorld. We were there with them. Fun time. Uh, Beluga Whale and Johnny Linehan. That's all I have to say. Yesterday, <laughs> offensive coordinator Ty Detmer joined BYU Sports Nation. He talked about what to expect from the Wyoming Cowboys. play fast. They play hard. Um, they're a hard-nosed team, so um, you expect to see the safeties down in the run game and all those kind of things. So it, uh, it'll be a battle. It'll be a tough test because they do play hard and they play fast. Men's basketball also like to play fast at BYU. They host Idaho State tonight. Yes, don't sleep on Idaho State, right? Don't, I was don't. waiting for the Trevor Maddich sound. <laughs> I'll sleep on Idaho State. BYU TV, BYU Radio, the game tips at 9 Eastern with Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler on the call. You don't meet very many middle linebackers or linebackers in general, or defenders or football players for that matter, that smile Mm -hmm. after they hit somebody really hard and then help the person up. If you're familiar at all with any of that, you know who our next guest is. Butch Pau, middle linebacker. We went two-on-one with him, BYU Sports Nation style from San Diego. Just a few minutes, well, a little over an hour ago, right here on this set. Butch Pau, two-on-one with BYUSN. We're opening with a Twitter intervention of sorts, Butch. Yeah, we're glad you're here for this. Do you know when the last time you tweeted was? It was this past week. I don't remember... Wrong. Okay, then it does. <laughs> it's been years. On, on your Twitter account, it says the last time you tweeted was four years ago today. That was... Uh, Is this your old account? That was a, an account created by my sisters for me because they said I needed to join the Twitter group, and I was a little bit behind it. So they said, right before you go on your mission, we're going to create you a Twitter page. Created me one, posted something. I don't know what it is. 
We'll tell you what it is. I'm going to tell All you right. what it is right now. At Butch Poe, mm-hmm. okay, on the 20th of December, 2012. Four years ago today. BYU Cougars. Hashtag SDCCU, which is San Diego County Credit Union. That's for the Poinsettia Bowl. Uh-huh. And here we are. And here Point we are. We are. <laughs> Four years later, man. <laughs> Wait, so do you have I'm a... Prophesying, no worries. Do you have your own uh, new Twitter account? I do. What is it? I don't know the username. <laughs> I just created it this past week, guys. This so. past week? <laughs> exactly. Have you so tweeted? I'm a little behind. Did no, you tweet? I haven't. But you thought you did last week. Yeah, I thought I did. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. you don't know what's going on. We need yeah, to... Well, this here, this we'll intervention needed to happen. Okay, yeah, that's We'll fine. figure this out with you. That's great. Our Twitter question today... And maybe you can tweet about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, is who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU, Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? Wow, that's tough, huh? Yeah, that's kind of putting me on the spot. <laughs> that's um, what we do. Yeah, you guys do a great job, but good job. <laughs> um, <sighs> you know, I there you really can't select a player. I mean, you go from the quarterback who hands the ball off to Jamal, and then you just allow Jamal to do his game. But then there are times where Tanner has to have the ball in his hands and be able to distribute the ball to certain places. And so um, I would say it's pretty even. I mean, Jamal has had a great year. Tanner is going to be playing in a bowl game, and I feel that he's going to do a great job at it. He's been in situations like this before. And so um, both players are going to have a great impact this game. Out of fear uh, of you hitting us, we will not follow up with you on yeah. that. We, will yeah. just we, won't, we won't press <laughs> you we'll on that. We will just let you be indecisive. <laughs> yeah. What's been your favorite part of this bowl trip so far? Um, you know, I think the San Diego Zoo was my favorite part. Um, my friends and I, we kind of were just, we didn't want to go. We just wanted to go to the beach, hang out there with my family, and be there the entire time. And we're like, oh, fine, you know what, let's just try it out. Let's go to the zoo. Let's just get the food, and then we'll leave. So we get to the zoo, we have our voucher to get a free meal, and then after we're like, you know what, let's just try it out because we're here, we're here with the team. So we try it out, and we're having, we just lose track of time, and we come to find out that we're the last people there. And so it was kind of funny how we didn't <laughs> want to go there, and at the end, we're the ones who loved it the most. So that was cool. That's great. Hey, it all worked out how yeah. it needed to. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I have an idea for your, for your next tweet, Butch. Okay, so let's make a deal here, all right? Okay. If BYU wins the Poinsettia Bowl, I think you need to take a picture at midfield with the trophy and tweet it out. Is that fair? Okay. I'm not a fan of doing that, but I'll do it for you. I'll do it just for you. Why, why'd you create a Twitter account again? Uh, my sister said I was behind again. <laughs> You're a good brother. You want me to do it? You are. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. kind of you. Yeah. Yeah, you're a good man, Butch. Yeah. Let's, talk, let's talk about Wyoming. Uh they're eight and five. Uh, much improved from last year. Just two wins. They're a hungry team. Is there is there a little bit of uh, I don't know concern or higher level of urgency to play uh, and be aware for a team that is coming in really hungry? They're happy to be here at a bowl game. Um, I think you just take every game at one at a time. I mean, you know that every team is hungry. We went into Michigan State. We know that they wanted to kick our butts because they're the powerhouse team of of football, college football. Um, you go into games like Utah to Arizona. And so we've experienced that already this entire year, knowing that teams are very hungry and that they want to beat us. Um, but we feel like with the coaching staff, we know how to handle um, these kind of situations because we know that we're going to be prepared for those games. And so we know that Wyoming just wants to beat us. It's a big game for them. It's a big game for us. Um, but we're just going to take it as another game. That's all we can do. You, Francis Bernard, and Fred Warner are all back next year. So where do you feel like the starting linebackers – who have been 
pretty good and consistent and uh, really a staple for Elisa Tuiaki, and those are his words. Where do you feel like that group needs to improve, not just for this game, but moving forward? Um, one thing I feel like we all can improve on as linebackers is our leadership role on the team. Um, because we're sophomores and juniors, we've allowed the seniors to take their part and be able to take charge of the defense and of the offense. Um, but we've seen that even the seniors um, kind of look up to us as linebackers. And so I think next year when we when we begin our season, maybe even from the start of spring ball, is just to let everyone know that we're here to help each other out and we're going to be the ones to do that. After an MCL sprain uh, near the beginning of the year, how, how are you feeling now? Oh, I feel great. It's I'm just so thankful for the trainers going into rehab and having them help me out for two to three hours is amazing. And so we're ready. Butch Powell with us on BYU Sports Nation. We are broadcasting from the Manchester Grand Hyatt, San Diego. Uh, we have a tweet in, Butch, answering today's Twitter question that involves you. All right. Okay, answering the question, who will have a greater impact? At Jaron21 says, neither. It's all about Butch. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> thanks. That's all I can say. <laughs> no pressure. But yeah, yeah, thanks. no, pre- no <laughs> pressure. Really, man, for that. You, you did it between the lines with uh, Kate Hansen, which was really fun, where you went around... Uh, the Cougar Eat yeah, on campus, and people didn't recognize you. What was that experience like? That there? was really cool. That was really cool just to see, just interact with the students to, to see where they stand in regards to their cheer and love for the passion of football. Knowing you or not. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was fun to just ask them certain questions and then be able to say, oh, I'm Butch Bell, that guy that you guys have been talking about. And it was just also funny to get in inter- um, just conversation with those that didn't know much. I mean, there was one who that just said, you know, I'm sure he's a great disciple of Christ, even though he hits those people hard and doesn't really say much. But I'm sure he's a very good person that has strong Christian values. I was dying after that one. But it was an overall good experience. (laughs) Overall super fun. That is pretty funny that they would say that on the spot. Exactly. (laughs) It's a pretty serious answer for someone they don't know. Yeah. As a guy from SoCal, a native of Southern California, and, and being from Anaheim, what does coming to San Diego mean to you? Uh, to play this game for BYU in your home state? Um, I don't know. Ever since I got to San Diego, I just feel at home. I feel at home. Um, We drove up from uh, Provo, stopped by my house on the way, uh, had breakfast with some of my teammates, and then came here. And, I mean, I feel like I'm I'm in Anaheim. And so it's nice to come and just feel relaxed and feel that there is no pressure because I'm at home. There's a lot of history, obviously, with this bowl game and with BYU. And it's the first year of uh, Kalani Sitake and this new staff. So I think a lot of us are wondering, okay, how are, how are the bowl preparations? How does this staff prepare its team for a bowl game? Because winning the bowl game is important, right? So what are the preparations like from this coaching staff versus, say, the regular season? Is it the same kind of game as the regular season, the preparation? It is. It is. Um, Coach Sitake and all the coaches have seen that because we got to San Diego, we were super loose. We were at the San Diego Zoo, we were at the SeaWorld, but they saw that we were losing focus. And so the first thing that they said to us during Saturday's practice was, you guys aren't the same right now. You guys are acting like you have never been there before. But remember that if you just focus and do the little things that you're doing in practice, what will come out of the game is the outcome that we want. And so they just continue to remind us that it's just another game. Don't make it bigger than it really seems to be. Butch, great to have you on BYU Sports Nation with this man. Uh, We wish you the best of luck in the Poinsettia Bowl, and we'll leave it up to you. Whatever you want to tweet out, we just want you to tweet something. We just want a a tweet. So get your sister. She'll tweet for you. Take the picture and everything. (laughs) Make it easy. 
I'll take care of it. I mean, Amanda Wayman did give us an option. She oh, said, no, she's, she's on the women's it. basketball team. The oh, tweet with, with Kalani Purcell. She said, obvious, she said, quote, obviously me and Kalani Purcell are the main power couple at BYU. That's what she, that's what she wants you to tweet. <laughs> Not going to do that. Not going to do that. Thanks, Amanda. Love you. <laughs> Bush, thanks for the time, man. Thank you so much. The nicest hard-hitting linebacker you will ever meet, Butch Powell. He's so mean, yet he's so nice. Our Twitter question today, who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? Send in your responses up next. One of those two will join us. Tanner Mangum, the sophomore quarterback, making his second consecutive bowl game start. Game Day Promos helps BYU build the Cougar brand with customized promotional items. Blankets, flashlights, balls, almost anything really. To increase fan loyalty and team support. Businesses can do the same thing. Carefully selecting items that Game Day Promos can customize with any brand. The result? Gifts to reward customers. Licensed promotional product vendor for BYU. Game Day Promos. Beyond sports, beyond expectations. Living at Trio is not about retirement. It's about fun. It was so different from everything we'd been taught to expect about senior living. I was delighted when we came and they had these raised gardens. Just love it here. I wish more people knew about Trio. Learn more at btrio.com. My grandfather started the company in 1947. My father took over in the mid-70s, and now 10 locations in six states. My grandpa, having grown up in Utah, it's a great feeling to be back where it all started. While we've been fortunate enough to expand over the years, every position in our company recognizes their contribution, and people who do business with us are able to see that character that was instilled by my grandfather over 70 years ago. BYU Sports Day is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from San Diego, the Manchester Grand Hyatt San Diego to be specific. If you miss an episode of this show live, you can watch the rebroadcast, including tonight, on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. And we'll be live at about 1 Eastern time from the USS Midway on Facebook.com slash BYU Sports Nation covering uh, the luncheon with both teams. Who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU, Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? The quarterback spoke with us just a little while ago. Two-on-one BYU Sports Nation style with Tanner Mangum, including topics about the GOAT, or in his opinion, the GOAT NFL player. Tanner, we know that you're a huge Tom Brady fan. What do you try and emulate from his game? That's a good question. I do love Tom Brady. I think the thing I try to emulate is his his clutch ability. The way that he, you know, I don't know the number, but he's you know led so many game winning drives in the fourth quarter overtime. I mean, the, the first time, my first memory of Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl two thousand one versus the St. Louis Rams. He drives the team down. They kick the game winning field goal, and then you know he's done that his whole career, and then. So that, the clutch factor, and then just his his accuracy in the pocket is the way he just stands back there, and he's like a surgeon, you know, just 
I mean, I think he's like 22 touchdowns, two picks this year. I that's mean, pretty good. Yeah, pretty that's good. Right. So I think that's one of the main things that I love about him. I like that you use the word clutch ability. Yeah. If it's not in Webster's Dictionary, yeah, it just, should be. You just put dash ability to any word <laughs> Clutch ability, around. clutch factor. At large clutch. ability is a word I yeah. use a lot. Swag yeah. ability. Yeah. Are you number 12 because of Tom? Partly. So I was number 11 all through high school. I, I was like number 11, and then I got to BYU, and 11 was taken. Taryn Houck had it. Classic so Taryn Houck yeah, move. Yeah, right. No, it's all good. So then I, I had to think, you know, what, what should I be? So I was just thinking, and 12 was available, and then I thought about Tom Brady. Um, also love Aaron Rodgers and stuff. So John Beck? John Beck, yeah. Was I mean, Shidey number 12? A, a lot of good 12s. So I, I figured, you know what, that's, that's a good number. I'll go, I'll go one up to, to 12. Who's the most famous quarterback you've ever met? Hmm. Probably Cam Newton. I, I had the chance to, I mean, currently, right, you know, I had the chance to meet him at the Under Armour All-America game when I was in high school. He's a, a big dude. You know, it's it's amazing someone of that size can be that athletic and that good at um, at the quarterback position. But So I probably, that's the first one that comes to mind. We've uh, participated with you guys in a lot of the <coughs> uh, fun bowl activities down here. What's been your favorite so far? Oh, man, it's been fun. It's been a good week. This is beautiful. I mean, to get out of the Provo snow, the blizzard, and come to here to San Diego is, is, is pretty awesome. My favorite so far, probably the zoo. I love animals. I love I love lions. <laughs> Those are cool. The, the the jaguars. The I hate snakes, though. Snakes creep me out. They're the worst, dude. <laughs> yeah. They are the worst. The worst. Oh. <laughs> they just, I don't know, don't like those. The zoo. The SeaWorld was fun, too. The, um... The Sea Lion Show. I don't know if you guys had a chance. To we didn't go to that see one. That. No, no what, that was that funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. I and saw Algie Brown get smooched by a beluga yeah, whale, though. That was yeah, cool. that was must see. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the dolphin show was cool too. A lot of fun stuff. It's been a good week. With Tanner Mangum here as BYU is preparing for the Poinsettia Bowl on Wednesday against Wyoming. Where is your excitement level? to start this game compared to starting last year's game? Because last year it was start number 12 for you. Mm-hmm. This year it's start number one. Yeah, I mean, I think both were high. I mean, I'm, I'm always excited for game time. But uh, you know, I think there's definitely an added bit of excitement for this one just because, it, you know, it is the first start. And, uh, you know, it's it's a great opportunity to to come in and, and, and close out the season for to help, help our team. And But, I mean, I try not to... You know, get get too excited. You know, I, I don't want to get get too hyped. You know, so I just try to stay calm and just focus on on the moment and enjoy it, have fun with it. But I'm I'm feeling good. Practice has been going well. We're working hard. You know, practices have been pretty sharp, and uh, so I think everyone's excited. It's not just me. I think the whole team is ready to go, ready to to go out and, and finish the season strong. And I think uh, fans are excited to watch you start a game, to watch Jamal Williams' final mm-hmm. game. So our Twitter question today is, who will have a greater impact on the outcome of the bowl game for BYU, Tanner Mangum or Jamal Williams? What well, do you think? I'd say Jamal then. You know? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, he is a, such a, an integral part of this, of this team because of his impact. If he's on, I mean, that makes it tough to stop. Just because we can, we can go play play action off that. Teams have to account for his running ability, and uh, so you know he's he's huge. You know, and, and obviously I'll do my. I know I have a big role as well, but everyone does. So I think that makes that turns to the offensive line. You know, everything starts up front. You know, run game they got to be able to to create holes, and then pat, you know pass protection they got to be able to, to to give us time. So um, I, I'm I'm confident though. I think you know we're feeling good. We're feeling 
um, you know, confident about our about our ability, confident about our team. So I'm excited. Our stat of the day was that Jamal Williams in the two bowl games he's played in has a combined 89 yards. He'll probably have more than that. We think. Hopefully, that's rushing and receiving. By Hopefully, the way. that's the, that's the goal, right? So, I mean, can't you know can't predict things. That's you know I've, I've talked about it before with. With this offense and the way Coach Detmer calls it, he's very good at adjusting to what the defense gives us. So I'm not going to go out and say, "Yeah, we're going to throw for for 350, or we're going to rush for you know, or we're going to rush for 200." You just never know. But that's what's great about it is you know, got to be uh, ready to adjust. With the run game success that BYU has had this year, and Ty Detmer's emphasis on, look, we want to be balanced. How do you gauge success in the passing game? Like, what would be a successful stat line in the pass game? I think a successful stat line would be over 70% completion percentage and no interceptions. I think that's the main thing. As long as we're completing our passes, taking care of the ball, that's all you can ask for. And that's all Coach Dimer is going to ask of us is to run the offense, um, take care of the football. And if, if that's happening, if you're, I mean, if you're over 70%, no turnovers, then you, you're probably in a good position to win the game. Statistically, they're interesting because Wyoming is 105th in scoring defense. That's like the number one stat. How many points do you give up? Mm-hmm. But they're 10th in turnovers gained. So mm-hmm. what are you seeing from them? They're giving up points, but they're also uh, creating turnovers. Yeah, I try not to look into those, those stats too much just because... Okay, I'll, here, I'll flip this over so you don't look into it. <laughs> None of so, this matters. No, I know. Because you, of course you know, it matters. You watch them on film, and, and they're, they fly around. They, they create turnovers, like you said. and So... Sure, they you know they've given up some yards, given up some points, but any any you know, I mean, look at our defense. Sometimes you know you have, you have a, a great game. Sometimes you don't have a great game, so you can't like look into that too much because they're they're capable. They're a good team. They they really do fly around. So and they create pressure. So I'm not gonna you know judge them based on their numbers, but just really respect them and and you know, they've done a good job and won some games. So I definitely respect them for sure. How has preparation for this year's bowl game differed than preparing for last year's bowl game for you? I think it's been different just because now for the first time all season I'm getting all the reps in practice. And, and last year, you know, I already played 12 games. I, you know, kind of felt really comfortable, confident, knew what I was doing. Um, and uh, was kind of, you know, already in a rhythm but now for this year the rhythm kind of started two weeks ago and um so but but i'm feeling really good i've been able to you know to kind of just dial myself dial myself in and and i don't know i'm I'm feeling good i'm feeling comfortable coach demers done a good job of helping me you know be comfortable with the game plan helping me understand what what we want to do and and um so it, it, I guess it's a little bit different just because, you know, it is the first start of the year. But I don't know. To me, it's, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun, and I'm excited to get out there and play. By our count, you're on a 28 nothing run in bowl games, which is pretty good, right? <laughs> have you, have you watched, rewatched the bowl game to reference anything for this year, or, or is that in the past? No, that's in the past. Yeah, I mean, that was a year ago now, and... It's been a year, man. Yeah, I know it's crazy how fast it goes, but uh, no, I'm not too worried about that. You know, it's just different game, different team, different offense, different offense, exactly. So not a whole lot. I mean, there's obviously something you can learn from every game, but not too concerned about that right now. How can your performance against Wyoming tomorrow affect 
the off season and what you do during spring ball and over the summer moving towards the 2017 season? Well, I mean, every win gives you momentum, and especially to finish the season on a win would be huge. You know, just give you that that um, that boost going into the off season gives you confidence, gives you uh, you know excitement to to go in and, and get to work and get ready for next year. So um, it means a lot. You know, not just not just for me, but for the whole team. So we're we're doing our doing our best to to work hard to get ready to go out and take care of business. You know, it's it's football. Both teams have that same goal, so it's just a matter of execution. Uh, playing hard, playing a full 60 minutes. Coach Itake always talks about, you know, playing a full 60 minutes, making sure every play we're doing our job. So, as, as, you know, both teams are going to be doing that. But uh, if we can stick it out and and again uh, get a win, that'd be huge for our program to, you know, get a bowl win, get nine wins, and then take that into the off season. That'd be awesome. The greatest plays in BYU history have happened in Provo, and then second place is San Diego. This place is special, <laughs> yeah. right, with, with BYU football history. Do you have a favorite play of BYU football in San Diego from the past of all the great plays? Well, I'd say the, the Miracle Bowl. The 37 ho- years ago yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty uh, crazy. It's awesome. The Holiday Bowl, 1980. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think my parents were at BYU at that time. <laughs> but uh, So obviously I wasn't there. But, you know, I've seen it and highlights and stuff like that. And, I mean, how can you top that? You know, the, the comeback. I mean, that was a huge comeback. And then to win in that fashion was pretty awesome. And BYU has a pretty good memory at Lincoln Memorial Stadium in Nebraska as well. True. Yeah. Just putting that was that pretty good, yeah. yeah just, just throwing that I one I remember out. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you were involved in that, right? <laughs> if I remember correctly. Keep that yeah. one in the yeah. back pocket. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tanner, great to talk to you, Same man. We're rainy day. We're, uh, we're excited for you tomorrow and uh, look forward to what you're doing at Wyoming. Okay. Thanks for having me. Tanner Mangum, Tanner Mangum with us on BYU Sports Nation, the BYU sophomore quarterback, ready to make his second consecutive bowl game He's ready start. to rock, man. I liked his successful passing stat line. thought those were good numbers. Up next, it's time for us to go for two. Remember it's a game day for men's basketball? Don't sleep. Son, my father gave this to me when I made the team, and now it's yours. Oh, no, Dad, I'm not on the team. I just got this at the store. We're so excited. We just bought front row tickets for all of your games. What? They were expensive, but anything to support our boy. Support me in what? I'm not on the team. You should know. We paid for the tickets with your college fund. Well, since you're on athletic scholarship now. Gear so legit, they'll think you're on the team. BYU Store. Oregano Italian Kitchen features a New York interpretation of Italian cuisine by Chef Chad Pritchard. Chef Chad has crafted a lunchtime business express menu. Evenings at Oregano include an Italian soda bar, featured dishes, and a family-friendly atmosphere. Oregano Italian Kitchen offers a complete selection of Italian specialties. Reservations are welcome at OreganoItalianKitchen.com. Oregano Italian Kitchen, 223 West Center in Provo. Thank you. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Help them succeed with your donation, and welcome to the club.
BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. A loaded week just continues with that trend and our future guests tomorrow. Oh, there's lots going on. We're going to be live at noon Eastern and 6 Eastern tomorrow from Qualcomm Stadium. Guests include Levy, K.O.K.A. Louie, awesome, John Beck, David Nixon, Mark Neville, who's the executive director of the uh, bowl game. So it's going to be awesome. Live from Qualcomm Stadium tomorrow, not to mention countdown to kickoff at 8 Eastern and the postgame. So four different shows tomorrow starting at noon Eastern. Yeah, four shows. Two of those BYU Sports Nation style. Four shows for show. Yeah, nice. Show enough. Show enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game day for BYU men's basketball and time for us to go for two. Can you predict the future? These guys think no. they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. All right, I'm plus three on Jerem for the season, 20 and 22 overall. Yeah. Number one for me, BYU will have two players score 20-plus points mm, tonight against okay. Idaho State. Bengals. And number two for me, I think BYU's defense is really going to show up tonight. Idaho State will score 60 points or less against the Cougars. Okay, those are good, but not great. My first one, five different Cougars will make a three. Second one, BYU will shoot 50% from the field, over 50, 50 or higher. Oh, so you went next level with the 50%. I like that. Okay. Yeah, 50%, yeah, 50, 50 or 50, higher. That's pretty good. Five different Cougars will make a three-pointer? Yeah, five different ones. Colby Lifeson, I need you tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need you, brother. I'm I'm a little bit proud of you right now for uh, not mailing it in and just trying to catch up to me. Listen, I'm going to get you some stamps for Christmas because you've been mailing it in, bro. Oh, really? (laughs) Get out of here, Jerem. Go jump in the water. I will. Not in the water. (laughs) Not that water. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Jerem? Champ kind. Whammy! Yeah. Stay classy, San Diego. We love some News Channel 4 news team. Up next. <laughs> up next? I don't know what's happening What is next. it, Tuesday? Yeah, it's Is Tuesday. it a replay of the devotional? Yeah, what's, yeah, something what's like next. that. Download the podcast. Shout out to <laughs> Logan Overing. Whammy! <laughs>